welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop roleplaying and escape room puzzles. As Season 5 has been going along, we've had a lot of guest hosts, so this is another guest Game Master we'll have today, so we're alternating. So, Danny and I will get to play another room. I hope everybody's pretty excited. Are you excited, Danny? I'm nervous. Uh, like, <laughs> the more nervous. I do of these, the more likely it is that it's going to be revealed what a fraud I am. Don't worry. If you if you come off like a fraud, I'll just edit you so you're not a fraud Appreciate anymore. Appreciate it. <laughs> I have that power. <laughs> um, so, this episode, we have a guest who has created a room, uh, which seems... Look, we haven't looked at it, obviously. We don't cheat. But it seems really interesting and different there's, there's i don't know we'll find out a I suppose. Lot thank of you thought put into this <laughs> uh so hi this is colin lewis hi colin hi i'm colin lewis uh yeah i don't know what it is i think maybe because we've i've seen like glimpses of some of the stuff you've made for the room it just looks very cool <laughs> thank you uh, so i i hope it's i hope it's very cool i i want to say it is very cool i mean we'll talk more about this in the follow-up episode but uh, why did you decide to make a room? Like, is this something just for fun? Did you want to do it just for the show? Like, wh- wh- why did you come to, to design a room? Um, this is a kind of shortened story that I'm probably going to tell on the after episode. But it, sure. it started as another thing and it turned into another thing because of you guys. <laughs> and, awesome. and I'm very I think curious it's... to hear the long version. <laughs> uh, Colin, we ask the same sort of stuff to everybody who comes on. Of Obviously, course. this is an escape room based podcast and you've now designed an escape room for us what is your sort of real life escape room experience in the future it will be more than nothing because <laughs> it is nothing now because i'm gonna do one in two weeks which is exciting oh, oh nice. nice i'm not sure I hope what... it's really good i hope i hope that the podcast has prepared you for it of course yeah. <laughs> you'll you probably have to do a lot more looking at yeah stuff. <laughs> you're gonna actually have to look at yeah, stuff not not just <laughs> Close my eyes and just listen. Yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is there a table? Uh, it's always the worst. Like Just feeling that's out. That's always yeah. When you go back to a real life one and you're like, oh, I actually have to like l- dig around with my fingers in this drawer or just like really double check everything. I can't be assured I've got the relevant information. Uh, it's hard. Not that you ever trust me anyway. What do you mean I never trust you? I trust you. <laughs> I'll give you actually when it comes to searching here's the great hint if someone searches something and tell you there isn't anything there there's probably is, don't yeah. trust just them. don't yeah, just search it anyway at all don't trust them or just They're don't trust anyone in general it. just don't trust anyone don't trust general. anyone you never know who's been hired for this <laughs> uh well wonderful uh so on the other hand this isn't just escape rooms we're also doing them in this weird audio tabletop role-playing sort of format do you have any experience with tabletop role-playing or, or anything like that Nothing really big, but I do have some, I want to say role-playing, question mark. I mean, I am in drama, which is kind of role-playing, but I know everyone says that. eh. But (laughs) (laughs) but I I have played some card games which involved role-playing, which was very fun. Ooh, interesting. Which I'll also talk about that in the after episode. All right, lovely. Well... I think we're good. Uh, I think we're good. Uh-huh. I'm ready. Uh, I'm nervous, but I'm ready. Well, actually, when it oh. comes to us on our end with our escape room experience, oh, okay. we recently just played uh, a oh, room an in escape Sydney. room. Well, uh, at, wait, what Mission they Sydney. at Mission Escape's new location in Sydney. So uh, if you're oh. in Sydney, 
It was very good. Go, go oh, yeah, we've check it out. Been a we did the elevator-based room in in their new location in the city. Uh, it's great. So definitely, if you're in Sydney, go check it out. Tell them we sent you, which will mean nothing to them at all. But <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> it'll mean something to us. Uh, just thought I'd mention it because it was really fun. So it's always yeah. if you do a good room, it's always nice to mention it, right? Fair enough. Yeah. It was yeah. it was really interesting. They did some really cool stuff. Oh, they with have the very feeling of, an, of, a, of a, having an elevator uh, in like an actual confined space. It That's was really, really cool. cool. Mm. Uh, so definitely check it out if you're in Sydney. They put a lot of effort into right. their rooms and making them feel physically amazing. Beautiful. All right, so <gasps> on that note, we should get started. Uh, so let's get going. Direct you're... us, sir. All right, Bill, whenever you're ready with your first line. Okay, here we go. Hey, newbies. Yeah, you. The boss was calling you over. Uh, looks like you can finally get your foot in the door. The usual bomb diffusers are leaving to a mission in a location that is not here. And they can't do two things at once. So I think it's about time to get some action. And it is, I think, very fitting for both of you. Here's the file and your hotel card. See ya. The boss goes back to his office and you catch, you catch the professional bomb diffusers in the hall. And they say, Hey, good luck on the mission. Hope you make it out in at least a couple of pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Oh, yeah, what losers? They get escorted in private transportation, and you look at your one-star motel card in disgust. Aww. You are training workers at Nosplode, a bomb defusal company. <laughs> and you are undervalued, underpaid, and most of all, misunderstood. You, you've been I'm studying. <laughs> you've been studying so much to this point that you're sure you're the most qualified in the building to be higher up in the rankings. You're sure you're just being put away to do something useful, but for once, the boss was right. Maybe this was a good way to get your foot in the door. You arrived in your horrible, mucky, probably bedbug-ridden motel room, and you packed what you needed for the mission tonight. The file read, location, and. You don't really know how to pronounce this. I'm going to spell it out for you. M-U-B-E-L-L-I-E-Y. Laboratories. How do you, how do you think you, you would pronounce that? Danny? Danny? Mobilier. Of course. Mobilier. It's like someone tried to be French. It's someone tried to be French. Of course. All right. And it's in a non-disclosed uh, place, so it's not in France. Just say that. <laughs> All right, the culprit is James Seblis, S-E-B-L-I-S, if you wanted to know. I do want to know. <laughs> All right, good. The motive was fired for goofing off during work, suspiciously hiding in a chem lab, making subtle bomb puns, etc. <laughs> you drove to the location after making yourself a PB&J for dinner and drinking all you can to just try not to bring as much stuff for mobility and the sign F lab passes this is it the only building in the company the company mobilier that is you've worked for years to find out how to disarm a super chemical bomb but how to get in you didn't research you walked up in, oh, no. in front of mobilier's f lab and you see well not very much you see a pair of solar panels in the roof the building itself and the front door and that's all, right. all you see 
I do have to say, you have managed to already tap into one of my frequent nightmares. Oh, good. Just being required to be at a place <laughs> and feeling like you've reached the right place and then not knowing where to go and what not to do to from do. there. Yeah. I hate it so much. All right, well, I know how to get in. All right. We built a super chemical bomb. Mm. There's probably That's one the inside, so you probably don't need to. Ah. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's take a look at this door. Yeah, let's just open the door. All right. Well, you can't really open the door because it's locked, of course. Mm -hmm. It has a card slash ID reader and a sign right above it. The sign above the door says you are now entering the F-Lab, but written very much like you're entering the FLAB. And you, <laughs> you get a very unfunny and actually crude joke that this company is. My belly's FLAB, or my belly's FLAB. It wasn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not very professional for a laboratory. I, yeah, I feel like I'm being made fun of. It's just that's why that's why Sebus got fired. He's making bad jokes and stuff. He just was like, "Hey, do you know we live? We work in my belly's flab." He's like, "Get out! Just get out!" <laughs> he was immediately fired. All right. <laughs> I swear to God, not again. <laughs> Is there anything much that we can see from where we are of these solar panels? The solar panels, they look like they're in working order, and hey, at least they aren't wasteful in this place, this probably evil place. <laughs> and looking closer at them, you actually see a reflection, a camera in the trees? Huh. Ooh. Ooh, can we go find this tree camera? Uh, you try to look where the camera actually is in the trees, and it must just be for security, but it's a really large camera. It almost looks like you would use for, like, professionally recording mm -hmm. sports events or some Broadway shows. It's a little higher than a story up into the tree, and since you could see it through a black solar panel, it's not very discreet. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I can't figure out a crazy amount that, like, we have it at disposal. We must no. have to, like, look around for stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, there's nothing, there's, like, if we look around on the ground, there's no, there's no secret ID cards sitting on the ground. Oh, no, it, the ground was made out of ID cards. You can just go in. No, uh, oh, no, just dang. dirt. Just dirt. Mm -hmm. Anything if we uh, sort of wander around the sides of the building, anything like that? Yeah, well, let's just explain the building first. It's, it's, like, a where, it's, it's like a warehouse combined with a, well, laboratory, and it, I don't know if you could really picture that, but that's what it looks like. And... Looking around the sides, it's weird. There's no windows or anything, really. Uh, but in the back of the building, you find a dumpster, but still no other back doors or anything around the back. I'm going to check that dumpster. <laughs> mm -hmm. And hey, it looks like your culprit just got fired recently. Good for your document people oh. to be updated. As there's a cardboard box that contains many office paraphernalia. Ooh, does he have his ID card in there? Well, the fireman stuff contains fired man stuff, not fireman. The fired man stuff contains pretty predictable things you would find in an office job, like a lamp, pencils, a noon's cradle. You don't have to write this because I'm listing <laughs> them off. And an ID card. And that's the first link I've shown you guys. Heck yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, all right. Let me just open that up. Do, 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 For people listening at home, I'm pretty sure this will be linked in the show notes below. I can't imagine why it wouldn't be. Hopefully. And if you want to explain it. Okay, so... You describe what we we can what see. Oh, there it is. What we can see is 
is my own hand holding an ID card. Uh, the ID card has a picture of Sebelus James. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, looking all cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like the sort of person who would be fired for lurking and making bad puns. <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> what if that's someone someone knows? Um, well, it's the picture. It's the picture. You can make anyone a, look like a yeah, He's just like a, a stock photo guy. You probably don't know him. <laughs> He could be I listening mean, to the show right now. I mean, just James Sebless. James Sebless. has <laughs> uh, got his sex as M, room number 12, desk 2, uh, ID number 1257925. Good to his remember. profession is yes. explosives. Uh, and his intern is Maggie. I guess his intern is Maggie? Ooh. Or is he an intern of Maggie? Probably intern would be Maggie. Uh, okay, so... I'm going to write down that ID number. I'm just going to leave it sitting here on my phone. Well, Probably I have too idea. many things to focus on for that. Uh, now, we've, we had an ID reader, didn't we? So can we just swipe this and get into the building? We did. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the reader looks like you'll need a key card because it has a large slot right in the middle of the panel. And you swipe it, and it has a very positive-sounding ding. Yes. I love the happy ding. Love the happy ding. Mm-hmm. All right. And you thought to Door keep all the things now? you might find useful in the uh, fired man's stuff in a bag you brought. Mm-hmm. Probably good to be. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's probably easier than right. just carrying the cardboard so we, box. We now have a bag with an ID card and a Newton's cradle. That's all we need. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's all we need. And wow, that was easy enough. The door opens and opens directly into a hallway. Hmm, just right to the business. All right. We're... We put down our professional sunglasses over our eyes. Of course. Of course. Do you guys want to check out what's in your bag? Oh, yeah. What else is in our bag? Yeah, that Uh, seems like a good thing to do to be prepared. (laughs) Of course, your Newton's cradle just just sitting there. It also contains a phone, a pencil, and, of course, the ID card. And the bag will stay with you for the remainder of the game. Cool. And the pencil is just a regular... Does it matter whose phone it is? Well, it's not really a normal handheld phone like you're carrying right now. It's one of those okay. old-fashioned rotary phones. And it looks like oh, you'll need, okay. and it looks like you'll need to plug it into a phone line. You walk into the hallway and see doors one through twenty winding down it. Ooh, I was going to draw this out, but now I'm yeah, not. Yeah, me That's too. Too <laughs> At the end of the hall is a bathroom and a maintenance closet. Okay. S- Scattered around at blank areas between doors, there are cheesy, science-related motivational posters. Oh, yeah, that's believable. And potted plants. Okay. And there's also a vent system right above you. Ooh, okay. These oh. rooms, 1 to 20, are they, like, alternating left and right? So, like, one on our left, then two, and then three, four, five, or are they all on one side of the hallway? Alternating. Sweet. All right. Makes sense. Um, my vent system looks like this is a hallway full of jails. Mm. This is correct. That's what vents are like. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, On the okay, ceiling. cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not a science hallway unless you look at the cheesy posters. Oh, of you course. You got posters first? Oh, yeah. All right. The cheesy science-related motivational posters. It's kind of a mouthful, but each of them has a very... <laughs> Well, cheesy pun that mm-hmm. says, like, I don't know, hang in there with chemicals. I don't know. Just really bad. <laughs> really, really bad <laughs> jokes. And 
Just really bad jokes and bad posters overall. Okay. Nothing behind them. Things that are just wrong, like there's no I in science. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing behind it, because I also, ditto, do not like things behind paintings or anything like that. I, I don't think it's that's It's not that fine. I don't like them. <laughs> well, I don't. I, it's just kind of a weird thing to do. I don't know. Mm. All okay. right. Puns posters. Good to know, because... Yeah, peeking behind them was something that I thought I should do, but also didn't actually want to do. So that's nice. Of course. Um, we know what room he was in. Oh, yeah, of course we do. Room we 12. We should go to room 12. Because uh, we know yeah, that, that makes James. sense. This is about him. I'm going to call him Sebless James from now on because okay. it sounds mm. fun. Sounds Harry Pottery. Um, you can call him Sebless James. He's an was evil, in room 12. He is an evil mastermind, so we don't really care about his name. <laughs> Opening door 12, according to your ID card, um, the door opens. And also keep in mind... Does, does the door have anything... Before we open it, does the door have anything written on it? Like, if we walked up to door 12, does it say, like, James Sebless on it? It says or 12. Or the door's blank? It says 12. Okay, cool. Hmm. And each of the doors are locked and locked with the same ID card readers as what outside. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. But it's probably RFID because we... it seems to only open Opens. James's door. Understood. Do you want to go back and look at the whole stuff first? I Whatever don't you want. Well, you know what? I'm kind of tempted to because what I was going to say was that I feel like for anything to do with bomb disposal stuff, anything that might be triggery might be something to avoid until we know more about it, such as <laughs> opening the bomber's door. Oh, of course. Okay, fair. <laughs> it may be totally fine, but it just feels like from a career perspective, perhaps not the wisest not thing to do to. until okay. we've scoped things out a bit well, then more. Then let's scope a bit more before we go through into room 12. Let's look at the bathroom and maintenance area down the end. Oh, that of sounds course. like such work. Let's look at the plants first. All right, let's, okay, look, at let's look at the plants. Um, they're assorted ferns and shrubbery of all types, and they don't seem to be watered very much. This, hmm. this company seems to be really invested in science and not their plants. Nothing inside the dirt or under the leaves or anything like that. Okay, good to know. Appreciate it. Some people <laughs> might say that science does include plants, but they're wrong. That's botany. Would <laughs> um, you're you, you're a biologist, and I hate plants. <laughs> um, do you know what the Krebs cycle is? It sucks. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's leave the plants that Danny hates so much. Did you know there was a photosynthesis one and a photosynthesis two? I yes. did know that. Ugh. Yes. Because high school and stuff. It's horrible. It is pretty excruciating. <laughs> not not necessary. Um, okay, so let's let's look at the let's go down to where the bathroom is. Yep. All right. Fine. All right. It's at the end of the hall, like you mentioned earlier, and inside is toilets, sinks, and everything you would expect to be in a bathroom. And it mm-hmm. looks like one of the vents are in disarray, as there's a ladder going up to Ooh. another vent, which is caved in. Ooh, and I the like vent, that. And the vent is inside the. Inside the this bathroom. is this is the bathroom from Goldeneye sixty four. Of course. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was excited to have a ladder because there's a big old camera outside. Ooh. I reckon we should go use the ladder to get oh, to the. I, I don't know right now because I don't know idea. what the camera could help with, but that's what I'm thinking of with a ladder. I was thinking yeah, you... we could just get into the vents. All right, you can crawl can around McClane. the vents. That's that's your business. All right, you climb up the ladder <laughs> and yeah, enter the vent into the bathroom or connected to the bathroom, and it seems to be caved in, as I mentioned earlier. Hmm. And you, damn, there's so much rubble that you can't even push o- or over a wall or anything. 
Wow. What on earth would do something like this? Maybe bomb. a bomb. Perhaps. Small bomb. Small bomb, test bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. Bomb. Um, and again, if we look around the bathroom, in the, there's nothing sitting in a toilet. There's no, there's no bombs in sinks or anything like that. Uh, maybe the janitorial committee wasn't very nice to you, but nothing of the sort. All right. Uh, well, we've got a ladder. So we'll, let's we'll put that in our bag. Stick that in our bag. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right. So we've got a ladder. Um, do we want to now check out the? Do you want to go before we go to the camera? Do you want to check the maintenance room? Yeah, let's have a peek into there. Maybe there's a person in there. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes, it is the maintenance man. I found this bomb. <laughs> I've yeah, diffused let, it for let's you. Let's open the maintenance. <laughs> all right, maintenance closet. <laughs> let's open the maintenance door. Crack. <laughs> it has many cleaning and repair tools. Not a maintenance man. It's at the door, right next to the bathroom. Nothing too and exciting it's just got yet. Normal supplies in there. Yeah. yeah, sure. Just what do you expect for uh, cleaning and repair tools? Maybe right. later on we'll need to come. Yeah. We'll have something to look for in specifically. Be. Right now, it's just a vagueness. And so back Maybe in the perhaps. hallway, there were vents. There, does it look like there's any sign of horrible vent collapse in those? It looks like a normal air duct, probably just to vent out toxic gas if there's a leak somewhere. But it <laughs> seems relatively safe. But you don't really okay. have any motive to go up into the vents, because why would you? You just got the J- James's door open. I was I was already raising my eyebrows when Bill did it with oh, the bathroom. Fine. So right. do you want to do you want to completely ignore the progress we've made by going in and not going to James's room? And do you want to instead take the ladder out and look at the look at the solar the panels and the perspective? Let's not. This is still a little bit weird. All right, let's just go into James's room. Let's not. Yeah, okay. We'll go into James's room. It was your suggestion. Oh, I know, and I still intend to do it, just when it's character appropriate. All right, let's go to room 12. Of course. All right, room 12. You waltz into the office, and again, wow, that was really easy to get in. You're surprised too that... Too easy. Yeah, too easy. You are surprised that a lab this high-tech can allow this. When you walk in, the door shuts itself and locks from the outside behind you, and you're not really surprised, <laughs> as you can just get out when you want with the handle and get in with the keycard. Anyway, in the office, there's a work desk and a door to a chem lab. I probably should have drawn that smaller. <laughs> now it's just one big room with one big desk. Is there only a single desk? Uh, just a single desk. That uh, is strange but because his huge. ID maybe, card maybe says when he was, that he's at desk two. Maybe when he huh. was fired, the room was rearranged. <laughs> they threw out his desk. <laughs> they threw out his desk. Of course. I brought this desk from home. It's mine. <laughs> Uh, there's also a vent on the ceiling, probably connected with other vents. And also in the corner is a homemade ice machine. You're not really sure what oh. it says. It just has a label that says ice machine. Okay. Uh, do you want to check out the desk, see if there's anything interesting on it? Yeah, I guess. Is it the sort of desk that has undersides, anything like that? Is there anything on top of it? It seems to be a pretty normal, well-crafted desk, I guess. The desk has many objects, including a keypad, a post-it note, and finally a nameplate. And you set your ID card on the table just for convenience, just so you don't have to keep it in your bag and keep on taking it out. And, yeah. Sounds good. What does the nameplate say? The nameplate says Jeff Seidman, S-I-E-D man. And then you realize, according to your research, this guy's the face of the building. Hmm. So we found Jeff Seidman's desk. That's weird. Um, okay. 
does the post-it note say anything? It does. It reads, note, Maggie knows the passcode. Well, that's the end turn. All right, well, we've got a phone. We just need some way to make it happen. <laughs> make it fun. True. So we need to find Maggie's number somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and what's this keypad? This keypad just seems like a normal desk keypad, as you always have in your homes. It looks like yeah. a, a four-digit numerical code. What are that's going to do? Secret drawer. Well, it could also be, I don't know, maybe the chem lab's locked or something. Oh, that would make more sense than secret drawer, but... This opens the do chem you, lab. Do you um, want to see the door? Yeah, let's go to the chem lab door, see if it's locked. All right, the door has large letters above it saying chem, and it looks like you'll need a key to get in. Maybe not the... Oh, okay. The code. Interesting. So we're looking for a key to get to the chem lab. This ice machine... Is it a plug-inable ice machine? It's really large. It's like a vending machine. And yes, it is already plugged in. And it actually looks tampered with or homemade. It has a large Hmm. LED screen on the front and a big funnel jutting out right below it. The screen has the words awaiting input in brackets and a large red arrow pointing down to the funnel. So it seems very high-tech and not a normal ice machine, like an ice dispensary. Uh Mm. Is there any way for us to input something onto it? Like, is there any, like, buttons or codes we can type into it? You do notice that on the bottom left corner, it it does say this is a touchscreen. But no Mm. amount of tapping or swiping or pinching can do anything on the Uh, screen for the moment. Okay. Okay. It's glitched out on us. (laughs) Maybe the keypad operates the ice machine. Oh. Or maybe it's just its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, maybe. You never know. Try to find connections. Does it can't work the touchscreen? All I want to do is unplug the ice machine for our phone, but (laughs) I assume I can't reach to make that happen. We need like an actual phone plug. Well, you need a phone. You need a phone line for a. I know how phones work. Yes, fine. Phone. Don't let this. Don't let this teenager tell you about landline phones. Phones and stuff. (laughs) Ah. Okay. Okay. So the door, we can in and out of room 12 with the door. That's fine. The chem lab door, we need a key. The work desk has a keypad, which we're assuming Maggie knows the passcode for, mm-hmm. but we'd need to call Maggie so we don't, we don't have her number. Yep. Um, the vent is a vent, mm-hmm. which we could maybe go up to if we wanted to. We do have a ladder in our bag. Uh, and the ice machine is awaiting input, and the touchscreen doesn't function. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll have to literally put something into the ice. Like, it's got a funnel. Whether we can just, like, put something into it. Uh-huh. As, as input, uh, but I don't know what that would be. Um, I dropped the like Newton's cradle into the ice machine. You pour water into it and it will turn it into ice. That's cool. That's not a bad idea. You input water and then it becomes I ice. I am legitimately Ooh. scared of that sort of thing in a chemical area. Ooh. Like if you pour something that is not water into it, Ooh. what it does. So that's a super chemical bomb. Um, ah. Okay. <laughs> you found it. Do we have the capacity to do that? Can we, like, if we go back to the maintenance area, is there a bucket? Can we just, like, fill it with water in the bathroom and then come and pour water into this into this machine? Well, there's actually no buckets in the maintenance room. It's kind of weird. Oh, no, no receptacles anywhere. Room. Um, we've got, well, may, maybe James's ID number is a thing to type into the passcode thing. Oh. It's a possibility. No, but it's a four, wasn't it a four-digit Oh, yeah, code? you're right. And that's a, like an eight-digit uh, Many, ID many code? digit number. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's probably or seven digits. That's not going to help. Yep. Um, we haven't seen any other four-digit codes around. 
I mean, there's 20 rooms. That feels like it's too many to just start. And they oh, we don't RFID'd. And we, Yeah, we can't get into them, can yeah. we? Uh, and again, like if we look around, there's no secret ID cards hidden around <laughs> no. under the desk, sitting no. on a chair. I'm not going to write um, down all 20 rooms. These are the sorts of questions that I have to put up with in our playtests. <laughs> I'm not going to write down all 20 rooms. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'll be kind of uh, If we get into the vents, we can go to all the other rooms. Uh, that's true. I wonder, actually, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Can we reach the vent? Like if we, took a, if we grabbed a ladder, could we get up into the vent? You could. But why would could you? Could we, to see if we can get into the chem lab from mm-hmm. the inside? If the vent leads through to the chem lab, we could like crawl through the vent. I don't know if we can fit in the vent. or I don't know whether it's a movie vent or a human real vent. <laughs> so that's as to whether we can fit in it. But then maybe we could like drop down into the chem lab. Is that doable? Not necessarily. I mean, maybe. It's okay to say no. Yeah, you can I, just say no. Yeah, you can no, just be like, no, you power. don't fit. It's hard big, to say no when you're, got, you're in this yeah. position. Thank you. I, Thank I you. Understand, you understand what you're saying now. <laughs> that's I what turned, that meant. I turn, to, I turn to Danny and I say, oh, I can't fit in the vent. It must be all of my belly flap. <laughs> single tear rolls down my cheek. Mm. All my right. Belly flap. Okay, well. Oh, the single tear. Put it into the ice machine. <laughs> um, okay. So what do we do? I, uh, what do we have? I still don't know much about Jeff Seidman. You I do. look at the side of that plaque. Of that plaque? Of that plaque? Of that plaque? Pl- 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 desk you- thing. You yeah. turn it around and you just see Jeff Seidman on the other side. And when you look under, you just see the back sides of those little pieces of paper there. But saying, what about when I look at the side? The side. Because he's Jeff Seidman. Ah, no, nothing. <laughs> no. Um, no. Okay. You also could look around the room, perhaps. Oh, is there more in the room? Is there anything on the walls or...? If you start listing off walls, maybe, perhaps, near objects. Oh, is there something on the wall with the door? Near yeah, the... We haven't looked at the, the inside of the door. Mm-mm. Nuh-uh. Nothing there. No. Anything around where the chem lab is? Nothing there, either. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and there's nothing like on the, where the ice machine is plugged in, on that kind of wall area? There we go. All right. Behind the ice machine is a wall. And on that wall is an outlet that it's plugged into. And also right next to it is an open phone line. Oh, okay. So we can plug the phone in. (laughs) So I reached behind the ice machine, (laughs) trying to reach desperately to unplug the ice machine so that we could get our phone line in. But I didn't look (laughs) to see if there was a real phone line. You fool. Okay. Well, we can now plug the phone in. So let's unplug the ice machine and plug in the phone. Well, yeah. Can we reach to get our phone plug into that phone plug oh of course there's also another outlet open so you don't even need to do that sweet okay cool so we get the phone all plugged in well um sorry you plug into the phone and it seems to be in working order sorry i didn't realize i had Mm -hmm. a cue for this it you realize just now that on the bottom of the phone that there's a note scribbled into the bottom it says intern hotline's phone number is and then it lists a phone number oh which is a phone number. A phone number, yes. One no, of no, those. please tell me. I I need to know. I rotate that number into the phone. Oh, what number? You wrote a the number. 440 625 7354. 
That's exactly. a clue. It's an important please, clue. Please, please call that number, everyone who's listening. I call that number. You call that number. You call the intern hotline and an automated voice comes on and says, Hello, welcome to the intern hotline. What interns do you need today? Here are some words that rhyme with intern. <laughs> um, yeah. Maggie! Alrighty. Smooth jazz starts playing and then a voice answers. Mm. And Danny, you can pull up your voicey yeah. thing and read yep. off number one. Hi, Maggie here. What do you need? And Bill, you'll have a bunch of different choices that I'll list off to you right now. You can say, hello, mm. it's James Seblis. Hey, it's Jeff Seidman. Or, this is a secret agent. Uh, um... I will, ooh, I'll say, hey, it's Jeff Seidman. Ooh, uh, ooh. Number three, Danny. Jeff? Oh, my. What do you... Wait, you don't sound like Jeff. Uh, you can say, my daughter needs to get in my desk. What's the password? Or, I'm just sick. I need something from work. <coughs> I'm, I'm just uh, sick. I need something from <coughs> work. All right, Danny, seven. Here's the desk code if you need it. Two two five three. That's that's Danny's voice. Uh, anywho, <laughs> you you got you got the desk code, and I say, I tricked you, Maggie. I'm not Jeff Simon at all. And then she, I hang up. She already hang, hung up. <laughs> ah, dang. <laughs> and all also, right. and um, also, you got that first try. That was only one way to yeah, do that, damn. and you did it. <laughs> well, look. Let me tell you my thought process here. James Seblis has been fired. She's not going to answer no questions from him. Of We're course. looking for the code for Jeff's death, for Sidemen's death. So that's the go. And uh, no one's daughter's allowed to get into their codes. That's against the rules. Mm-hmm. So you got to just be sick. It does seem very audacious of you to just go, yep, I know enough about this Jeff Sidemen guy to say yeah. that he has a grown-up daughter. <laughs> yeah, it makes me like, uh, Jeff doesn't have it. Jeff's daughter has been dead Jeff for 20 is 19. years. And have, <laughs> yeah. actually, yeah, if you actually read number four, that's that's what the outcome would have been. <laughs> uh, well, read it to me, Dan. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff doesn't have a daughter. What are you, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then she hangs up on you and you call again. <laughs> And she's like, who's this? Who's it's this? Jeff. It's oh, a Jeff. totally different person. I haven't person. spoken to you in years. Um, it's Jeff. It's Jeff. Uh, I go to the keypad and I put in two. And then I put in two. And then I move my finger down to where the five is and I put in five. And then as a fourth digit, I put in the digit that is three. Now, before we go on to oh, no. this, <laughs> yes. I just have to say, from my perspective, I dialed this intern phone number for you, handed you the phone, <laughs> heard you say some interesting things, and then yell, I tricked you, Maggie! I'll tap it off! And then walk over to the desk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've been, we've been bomb partners for years. You know how I time. work. Of course. Yeah, I put in 2253 into the phone. Into the, not the phone, into well, not definitely not the phone. I put two two five three into the keypad. And also, how did I know that you were gonna list off every number separately? All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, putting in the code acquired from the call, the desk surface slowly slides back into a mechanism that reveals an empty ah. glass and some trash, <laughs> just assorted magazine scriptures and napkins that I'm improving right now that you probably don't need to look at. No, this is a definite clue. Take the napkins. Ah, uh, you take the napkins. Mm-hmm. What do you do with them? 
Take, take the napkins and write down that phone number onto the napkins. It's really important. This is no, no, part of the If my previous rooms have been any indication, you unravel the napkins and then sniff them. Ugh, let's That's, not do that. That was the clue, wasn't it? The weird thing is that actually solved the entire room. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, well, we have an empty glass. This is yes. We can use that to transport water. Oh, Ooh. fair enough. Let, let's that, go that to the bathroom. Sense. Let's fill this glass with water. Then let's return to this room and pour that water into the ice machine. All right. You go into the bathroom to fill up the cup, and you do. But when you go back to the office and look through the window, your heart sinks as you found mm. that you left the ID card on the table <laughs> and you can't get oh. back in. I was going to say, let's put that back in our bag as soon as it happened. <laughs> and I thought, no, that would be mean. That would be rude. I was, I was intentionally writing it, so you didn't, you couldn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, now we're gonna yes. go through the vents. Uh, that's okay. We brought out. We left the ID card, but we brought our ladder. Yeah, well, the ladder's did, in the bag. You did bring your ladder. That's very <laughs> resourceful of you guys. <laughs> yeah, can we can we ladder up into the vent system? Uh, you ladder up, and it seems the vents are actually screwed on, and it looks like you'll need a screwdriver. Huh. Ooh. Well, that sounds like something that you'd find in a maintenance closet. Yeah, mm. but probably not. Let's just go home. No. <laughs> All right, let's go to that maintenance closet and see if we can find an appropriate screwdriver. You Which find probably harder than you'd think based on our recent experience trying to find a <laughs> correct sized screwdriver. You just grab all of the different sized screwdrivers, all all of Perfect. them, and you try. And the fourth one you try, it works. And you all climb right. up into the vent, and it is surprisingly fits you very well. Balancing this glass of water. Of so course, you the go entire into the time vent, you're, I'll hold the glass I'll try of water. Because right. I obviously. I canonically don't fit into the vents. Yeah, okay, that's So makes sense. you can go into the vent, I'll hold the water. Okay. I crawl through the vents trying to get my way into back into room 12. On the floor, I guess you could say, of the vent, you find a file folder of documents or notes. <laughs> and separately attached to the vent wall, there's actually a map. That's not really a map, oh. per se. It has a big puzzle to find out which ways to go. Oh, gosh, puzzles. Oh, man. And that's your second okay. supplemental. Yes. Uh, okay, so I'm the one who's looking at this, yeah, so you... I'm just going to sort of call back to you what I see and say, all right, it looks like it's trying to be a map, but <laughs> they really didn't want people to, like, use these vents as their regular mode of transport, so they made it hard. Yeah, professional. Um, okay. Yeah, so they've got X is the room you want to go to. Well, that'd be 12. X is equal to 12. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> You're just and one story down. <laughs> Staffer. Presumably start, but there's no A in start. Maybe that matters. <gasps> Probably doesn't. It's oh, an abbreviation. Okay, we got some some maths here. Okay, it looks like it starts with X minus 20 equals Y. All right, so Y is equal to negative 8. Okay, <laughs> if, it's ne if, if, if it's negative, then go left. And go left! Ah! All right. It's actually so it's actually I'll attached it... to the vent wall, so you probably want to do all your writing down. <laughs> yeah, um, that's my plan. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> of course. Okay, and then. Wait a minute. What? Never mind. Go on. <laughs> what did I do? No, you're good. Go on. I haven't done anything. I've just yeah, read to you Keep what on. I've seen. Okay, then y over four equals z. Oh no! Wait. Negative two. Okay, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so. Z is negative two. Okay. 
if code to the desk has a three, then go left, and if not, go right. It does have a three. Okay, okay, that's a left again. Yep, so you got left, left. Okay, and then, oh man, boss's office or other. Oh, you skipped a step. Did I? Y plus Z equals M. Oh yeah, right. I wasn't <laughs> looking at the arrow. Y plus Z equals M. So, M is negative ten. Okay. Whew. M. M? Did you say M? Yeah, M okay. is negative 10. Yeah, good. Okay, so now I've got to decide, do I want the boss's office or do I want other? Ooh. When we looked at James Seidman, you, you, you said something. Mm. He's the face of the company. He's the so head he, of the that, company. I think that is. So, yeah, that's the boss's office. Oh, man. So it's the boss's office, so you go right. Before, before I go right, what kind of boss picks room 12? That seems weird, right? He's a man of the it, people. He's it's amongst his, lucky his number. staff. It's also my lucky number, because I am I hold all power here. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, okay. And then after that, ooh, we got to do Z minus M, and that'll give us a P. Well, Z was negative 2. M was negative 10. So I guess Z minus M is 8. Okay. It's positive 8. Okay. Now, oh, man, my, 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 my flashlight is kind of giving out on me here. But I think what this says... Is and it... I'm not going to turn it to the right. I'm going to leave my flashlight. No, no yeah. leave the torch facing exactly where it is. It's conveniently, on my head. Conveniently thing, cutting off some of the stuff. I can't move my head any further to the right. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no. If intern's name it. starts starts with N, then right. If not, go left. Is that N or M? <laughs> Mancy. Uh, all right. Well, the intern's Maggie. So, so that's a no. So that's a no. So you go left. And then, oh man, we got some we got we got some fancy maths. And then, oh man, okay, if this is true, then we follow the directions. But if it's false, then I've got to do the opposite. Okay. So, so it's p plus y. So it's eight plus negative eight. So that's just nothing. That said, I did make the fatal flaw of actually not writing down what any of the letters were. Well, y is negative eight. Mm-hmm. P was uh, z was negative. Two, yeah, because there's Y on four. M is negative ten, mm-hmm. and P is uh, eight. Is eight because it was negative two minus uh, minus negative ten, so it's so it's just eight. So P plus Y is eight minus eight, so that's nothing. Uh, and then Z was whatever I just said that was negative two divided by negative uh, ten. Does that equal x minus eleven? Negative two over negative ten is is equal to uh, what x minus eleven? So one. Negative two over negative ten is not equal to one. Oh man! <laughs> so I guess we do the opposite. Okay, so what? Right, right, left, right. So you go right, right, left, right. You made it back to the office. Try not to spill your water. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to spill your water. You land on the floor safely. Although you do <laughs> kind of spill your entire cup of water on yourself from the ceiling. <laughs> That's okay. We're back. We're back in. So even open if, it up. Open it up. Yeah, even if we messed all of that up, we can open the door and remember the ID card this time. Ah, there you go. So we can hopefully, fun- like functional adults, bring water from one room to another without the vents. Perfect. You refill the water, and wow, there you go—a cup of water.
I drink it. It should have been so simple. You drink, you drink it, yes. <laughs> oh no! And now there's no more water. No, no, no. All right, let's go back to that ice machine. I want to pour that glass of water into that funnel. Good idea. The machine hums and shakes to life, and it actually shakes so much that a panel falls off the side of it. The screen changes and now reads, shape of the day in brackets. Shape of the day? And a picture of a key on a digital button. It must be an ice 3D printer. Oh, wow. I love it. That's the shape of the day. Let's I print it. I love it. Let's print yeah, that do key. we have an option to just make that print? What do you think you should do? Press the print button. Yeah, you think, that's the yeah, you think to push question, the image. You think to push the yeah, image. That's... The image of the key, and the machine whirs and hums until it spits out a frozen key made entirely that's... out of ice. I hope that exists. It that's probably yeah, does fun. not, but it's really cool if it does. Be really nice for escape room (laughs) with a 3D printer that prints a key based on specifications that you find. That'd be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? It'd have to be pretty small to make it work in time. And it'd need to be printed out of. That would be a great addition, though. Oh, man. It'd take a long time, though. Mm. Tim, 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 Tim. All right, Um, anyway. uh, So, before we use that key, while it slowly melts in our hands, Mm -hmm. uh, can we check the panel at the side and see if there's anything written on that panel or if there's anything that was previously hidden by that panel? Of course. Uh, nothing written on the panel. 3D ice printers totally <laughs> yes. exist. It does? Yeah. Like a actually? 3D ice printer? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Apparently people uh, eat 3D, ice, 3D printed what? ice cream. What? <laughs> that's close enough, oh, that's right? hilarious. I mean, ice yeah. sculptures don't need to work anymore. That's good. All right. Look at the killing industries. Um, mm, industries. All right. Bloody millennials. Sorry, back to the panel. Back to the panel. There might have been a logo saying 3D printed panel. I don't know. Whatever. It's just a sheet of metal. Nothing exciting. And inside the machine, after it shed its outside shell, a lot of S's, is a large button that says mm-hmm. overdrive. Ooh. Oh, do it. Really? Yes. You really want to overdrive and print 100 keys. You really want to... But we might Push want the big red one. that's not a million keys. What if the day changes and we want the next shape? I, I think I'm too late. I think Bill's pressed it. Yeah, I pressed the button. Oh, yeah, it is, it's already pressed. The machine immediately starts violently shaking and spewing out cold steam. And you don't really have to push the key button again as it's just spewing out super frozen keys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Hundreds of keys. What have we done? All right, uh, let's open the door. Yeah, I'm hoping that those keys happen to be in the shape that the chemical storage needs to open door, door, key. That was a good sentence. Door, door, key. With what key? The key that you printed out originally or the super frozen keys? Super frozen. So the door opens very easily, and thankfully the ice machine has now stopped spewing out keys because it's ran out of water. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, you made it. The lab. Now, I've, all we all have right. to do is find out how to disarm the bomb. In the lab, okay. there's, there's, of course, the bomb. <laughs> of course, just the bomb. I know. mean, I was going to ask. You never know. Mm-hmm. The shelf containing chemicals and a lab table. All right. Without getting too close, we should probably examine this bomb. Of course. All right. Let's look at the bomb. It's what you've been studying for years, so you're not necessarily scared of it. You're pretty comfortable. Uh, it's comprised of two short cylinder-like objects connected by six clear pipes mm-hmm. filled with chemicals. And you know right. that actually a certain chemical will diffuse the entire bomb, which is 
Ooh. Very interesting for a bomb. And it's also on a table with a locked drawer. Now, the first problem that I have is that on my picture, I just draw a bomb, like your typical just cartoon on the cherry yeah. bomb sort of thing. <laughs> uh, um, so, so, so we know as, as bomb experts what chemical we need to diffuse it? Of course. What chemical is it? Bomb diffusal gel, of course. All right, of course. Duh. Um, BDG. <laughs> uh, oh, friends, it's BDG. Uh, okay, so locked drawer. How's the drawer locked? Uh, key? Uh, a tiny little keyhole, yeah. Does that, do one of our frozen keys work? They're way too big. And even if mm. it, okay. like, melts and it's tiny smaller, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I'm, wild. I, I, what I've a had bad that luck that would be. I, I, if, you just let, if you just let a big key melt until it's small enough. I was going to try to carve the ice, but I oh. figure I'm probably not talented enough for that. Carve, carve an ice okay. pick. Get it? Well, let's ice let's pick. take a, <laughs> let's take a look around the table, the regular table, because who knows? Table? Maybe someone's left a tiny key. Yeah. Yes. It almost looks like a floating shell, as there's no like table oh, yeah. legs. Uh, looking under it, you don't see anything scratched or scribbled onto it with permanent marker. Nothing too exciting. Maybe a, another used napkin. I take out our Newton's cradle and put it on the desk to help us think. Mm. You stare at it for a while and it... And to make us aware of the time limit. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it ticks away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case... At an interval we do not know and without <laughs> displaying the time in any form. <laughs> Um, but I assume there's some sense of urgency, so let's take a look at this shelf of chemicals. All right. The shelf contains vials of chemicals with labels, and you can't really... Well, I'll read, I'll read out the uh, chemicals, but you don't really yep. know what to do with them yet. Okay. First one is dandium. And also, just Ooh. keep in mind, this is totally not scientifically accurate. So no amount of <laughs> scientific knowledge... That's a word, right? Is yep. helpful in this. All right. Dandium. It's the bestest. Dandy. Dandium. Um. Dandy. Um. Mm -hmm. That's how it's spelled. All right. And mm -hmm. I encourage you to draw these because I got a little description of each of them. Uh -oh. Okay. The dandium. New page. Yeah. They're all in little vials, like thin mm -hmm. vials. And they're tiny, stellated, clear rocks. All right. Ethanol. That sure. one I know. Right, I that's a real thing. <laughs> It's it's a clear liquid and it's more than halfway full in the vial and I'm not sure if eth ethanol is actually clear. I just made that up. Yep. All good. Next is gerilium, G E R I L L I um. And they're tiny black little rocks. The next one or the last one on the shelf, there's only four, is iodine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's real as well. Mm -hmm. Which is a black liquid, and it's filled slightly less than half in the vial. Okay. Okay. So, what are we looking for? Bomb diffusal gel? Yeah, DBG. Wait, BDG. BDG. BDG oh yeah. no, that's a fatal error. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we don't you know made whether or not you made Daryl boom gel. Oh no, it exploded. <laughs> no, that's the worst explode. bomb of them all. <laughs> um. <laughs> So we don't know, just off the top of our heads, as knowledge our characters have, whether these would be ingredients to make some kind of Brian David Gilbert. Yeah, but you, even be, even if your extent of knowledge was these are familiar chemicals, at least some of them, mm -hmm. I 
no really way to mix these together. And if you just go all okay. willy-nilly, you'll probably exploit yourself with your Fair own enough. concocted chemical bomb. <laughs> now, I'm just looking back at my old notes mm. of things. Good yeah. idea. And I just have to clarify, when I was in the vents, mm. I saw the thing on the wall, and I also found a folder of some sort. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, we found that folder. <laughs> you totally you totally glossed over that. I love that. That's I'm awesome. I'm glad right. I drew it. <laughs> this, this is great. All right. Do you want to look at them? Absolutely. Nah. All right. The rectangle you drew were documents or whatever you drew. The These documents or notes or whatever um, have so much math and science mumbo jumbo that you can't even understand a sentence. Nothing mm -hmm. at all of what you were studying in school. Other than one page that has a very readable sentence. Remember, the security official, Daryl, borrowed your key and he leaves things everywhere. Do you think that uh, that key, Daryl left it when he was checking the security camera? Mm. Oh, that's a great idea. Do you want to go idea. out with a ladder to the security camera oh, and see if he left the key there? Brilliant. <laughs> I do so. You do so? What do you want to do with the camera? Uh, well, oh, so I'm going to take the ladder. I'm going to run to the tree. I'm going to climb up the ladder to where the camera is. And then I'm just going to look all around it, shake it, open up the lens, see right. if it's in there, <laughs> find a key. I'm only. I'm looking for a presumably that small key that unlocks yeah, that. Yeah, presumably. That you climb up the ladder and you try to have a full body search or full camera search of the camera. And when you get close, you brush a tree branch with your arm, and the camera slowly tips forward. And even <laughs> and even before you can process the situation, the camera's on the ground, smashed in a lot of oh, expensive oh. little pieces. Um, it was a high speed wind. It was, it was not. It was high speed wind. <laughs> that yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you do see a little glint of silver, which doesn't strike you as odd, as it's just a freshly <laughs> smashed camera. But as you get closer, you see a little silver key. Ha ha! I gotta be honest, if that hadn't happened, I was just gonna say, oh yeah, maybe we can like check its footage and huh. we'll see Daryl dropping Ooh. a key. Oh, that, that oh, also makes sense. Much worse. That's yeah, that's that's actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I that's what I love. Um, Every single time I play this room, I get another puzzle to put in this. It's awesome. <laughs> uh let's grab that key. Okay. Let's right. open that back lock. to that desk drawer, little desk drawer, table drawer. You sprint back talk. to the room. You sprint back to the room and thankfully you remembered your ID card. Thank goodness. <laughs> to get into the building and into the room. Mm -hmm. And you unlock the drawer. Inside is a poster titled the key to mixing chemicals to then progress the story. <laughs> and many equations yeah. on just the main body of it. And yeah. it's a little bit of a long one. There's, I'm pretty sure there's 10. All right, here it goes. Ooh. Oh no, I need another page. Another page, oh gosh. DG equals A, like Danny and Gerald equals Adam. Love it. Nice. D-E equals S. Like Danny and Edgar equals Sam. Sam, yes. D-I equals H. A lot of Danny. I'm really important. I don't know what mm. to say. Yeah. Danny and Inigo Montoya equals Humperdinck. Engelbert Humperdinck, but without the E. Ah. Done. G-I equals J. Like George mm -hmm. is Merelda with an I and, <laughs> and Janet. 
Next is GE equals K. K as in koala. Yeah. And GE as in goanna and echidna. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got this. <laughs> SA equals F as Sam, Adam, and Floyd. Now we got it. For the next one, we've got to pick some American animals. Okay. Uh, uh, next course. one's going to be American animals. All right. Well, it's going to be kind of hard. AT equals C. Armadillo. <laughs> Mm. From Terror. Texas. Ah, yes. Equals... Texas. Chipmunk. California. Cougar. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Cougar? They got cougars. Cougars. Yeah, yes. Austin, Texas, California. <laughs> Austin, Texas, California. Done. Yes, of course. <laughs> Next is ST equals H. Uh, ST equals H. Sacramento, Texas equals Houston. Of course. <laughs> All right, done. These places Everyone equal each other. Everyone can learn their capitals right. here. <laughs> Texas, the capital. <laughs> FC equals B. Oh, that one should have been Sacramento, Tallahassee equals Harrisburg. Okay, Those well, are all capitals. Yes. Do you do capitals for FC yes. equals B? Um, FC equals B. No. Just to repeat. Carson F? City? Frank, Frankfurt. Frankfurt, Carson, Carson City. City equals Boise. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> American state capitals, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and the last Why one. Why did we leave this until the end? The last one, make it good. I E equals T. I E equals T. In Indianapolis. Is there a state capital that starts with E? I E um, equals T. East Brunswick. Uh, I can't think of an E. No, you oh, failed. No. Oh gosh. Equals Tallahassee again. Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Totally American. Okay, right. so we've we've got some stuff yeah. here. Uh, as if there aren't like five Edinburghs in America. I bet you there. <laughs> Edinburgh, Texas. Okay, so we've got a whole bunch of stuff that might be helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we've got we've got like D's and E's, right? Mm-hmm. Could be like like DG is like dandium and gerillium equals A, which we're going to call. Um, well, you'll see. You can guess if you want. You can guess if you want. Do you mm-hmm. want to? Antithesisios. So, well, I'm just wondering, are we just looking to make uh, well, yeah, what did BDG? The po- what did the poster say again? Sorry. The key to mixing chemicals to then progress the story. Well, I'm just saying, like, if we're looking to make BDG, mm-hmm. right, bomb disposal gel, mm-hmm. the D and the G are fine. We've got those already. Dandium and gerillium. We need to make B. So let's work backwards to how to get B. Because F and C equals B, uh-huh. right? To make C... Maybe it's only we need B, A and T. Since you're just using the first letter of all of them. Well, yeah, exactly, right? So yeah. So let's So so to make B, right? We would need F we and need C. F and C. So I'm just gonna make a little chart here. So F and C goes to B. Because to make F we need S and A. We'll see. We'll, to make C like, we need we're not A doing, and T. We're not do- well, actually Billy's drawing out flow charts. I'm not. I'm just sort of Sim. doodling. To make A we need D and G. <laughs> to make S. We need D and E. And to make T, oh, we need I and E. Oh, look at this. It's going <laughs> to... Okay. So to make I... <laughs> no, we've, we've got, got I. I. We've got I. And we've, and got, we've e. got E. Cool. So uh, we can now build down back down to B. So let's do also, it. Also, um, let me just yep. stop you right there. Now that you got it all figured out, that's the first part of this puzzle, I guess you could say. And I will need... The full name of the chemical before you do anything with them to keep you from just Fair rushing enough. like D equals S. Just, okay, so here we go. That makes sense. All right, let's let's get some some dandium and some ethanol. Of course, mix those together to make 
solution. Aha. That's what S stands for. S, so you guess solution for all fame yep. and posterity. All right. That is not correct. It's solarium. Solar, I, um. A chunk of a star solarium. in a corked vial, if you wanted to draw it. Okay. How did we make that? By putting some DNA together. Well, it's um, just a burning star inside of a tiny jar. All right. <laughs> vial. Uh, all that right. seems like something that would make bombs worse. <laughs> yeah. Now we take some. We've made some Sacramento. Some dandium and some gerillium. Okay, dandium and gerillium. Let's mix those and rocks we squonk together. Those together squonk. to make technical term. All right. Yeah, we just squonk them together. I'm a chemist uh, mm-hmm. to make Arsenio Hall. No, <laughs> it is addentum. A D E N T U M. So it's just a tooth in a jar. It's. It's actually a corked <laughs> vial with a floating black spot. It almost looks like Ooh. there's a dent in the vial, but that's just the addendum. <laughs> Let's see where I get the name. All right, we've made uh, we've made mm-hmm. our Sacramento and we've made our Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, now we take uh, some iodine mm-hmm. and some ethanol. Mm-hmm. We scrimble those together scrimble. to make a turtle. Just a turtle. Just an actual live turtle. Close. It's a trillium. Not petroleum, but just <laughs> trillium. It's spelled like like the hobbit ca- uh, creature troll. Yep. I am. It's a dark green gas, and it's heavy as it sinks in air, like sulfur hexafluoride. Like the, <laughs> oppos- like the opposite of, of uh, helium yep. that rises. I know the stuff. I never remember its name, except I know that it has hexa something in it. Mm. So, of course. But it's super cool. So, now we take that, we take that, uh, that tooth, that black the abscess... Dent. The dent, and we cut it in half. We pull it out and cut it in half, so we can mix half of it with the solarium mm-hmm. and the other half with the trollium to make uh, f- uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francium's Frank. Francium's real. Francium. Francium. Uh, and cesium. This two real. real elements. <laughs> Francium's actually kind of close. It's actually flamium. There we go. That's cooler. Which which is long reddish orange fire. crystals. Danny, your red pen paid off. Yeah. That, <laughs> that like the name looks like flames, which is actually kind of surreal. Yeah, I like it. And uh, and we also made some uh, counterbalancing. Some uh, oh C yes of course. Creamium. Some coolium. Pusculars. Some coolium. Creamium. Cool. Some coolium. It's a little yeah. gangster's paradise. Uh huh. That's exactly what it is. I'll just stick with that, because <laughs> that's better than what I have. <laughs> I just have long blue tubular crystals. Tubular. tubular. <laughs> totally tubular. Ooh. All right. I don't know how to draw Gangster's Paradise crystals. I'm sorry. <laughs> just draw the Valley of Death uh, and yes. the person walking through it. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Or Valley of the Shadow of Death. All right. Um, what do we need next? Oh, we've got our F and yeah, C. We've we, got to, uh, we mix, uh, that mix flamium the flamium and the coolium. And the coolium. That doesn't sound good. To make Brian David Gilbert, Bomb PDG. Mm-hmm. You make Bomb Diffusal Gel. Thank goodness. And do you want to try some of the other ones before you immediately use the Bomb Diffusal Gel? Oh, just just to make fun. some random things. Just, yeah, just go all out. Tell that's, you what. That's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Let's save that for the post show. Ah, yes, of Ooh, course. Okay. Good idea. And yeah, now you have to listen. All right, so uh, we've got our BDG, our bomb disposal gel, and we throw it. We just throw, throw it at it. the bomb. Yeah, as hard as we can. Throw uh-huh. it at the bomb. That's how gels work. You douse the bomb with the thick green gel or throw at it. 
or throw the thick <laughs> green gel at it, and you hear a slight hissing sound, kind of unnerving. As steam rises above the bomb, the gel has eaten away until it's only a puddle of greenish-black sludge. You've saved the world! <laughs> yeah! You run out of the flab, or, excuse me, the F lab, <laughs> and you run back to your car, drive to the motel, grab your stuff, and finally back to your home. And you've done it! But you're not done yet, as Monday is tomorrow, oh. and work is tomorrow, and you're scared. Or are you excited? You can't really tell, but after a full day of jumping through vents and being scared from the almost possessed ice machine 3D printery thing, your eyes get heavy <laughs> and you fall easily to sleep. The next day, you very well tell that you're excited, because wow, you saved mm -hmm. the half of the earth that was next to the bomb. You, with an anxiety, get into your car and start driving to your job. In the middle of your trip, you notice a car following you. You didn't notice it earlier as you're just on your on the freeway, but now as you're taking more exotic turns, you still see the creepy black car closing behind you. You look for a face and you see a younger one. Lanky, he's dirty blonde, and he has a blue t-shirt on. It's James Oh, maybe. You pull over, not to reveal the location of your work, as it's the second piece on your contract. You get out of your car. <laughs> You get out of your car, and as you see your, his face more, Danny. It's James Sebus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hello, James. You say. Why? What? Why did you do it? He speaks in a gruff voice. I did it because I hate. Beep, 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 beep. You wake up in the morning in a cold sweat, and you are <laughs> terrified to go to work. When you drive to work, no sign of James, like in your nightmare. But when you get to your building and walk to your office, on the door there's a post-it note. Again, a little shady. Visit 3141 M-Win Drive. Okay. You, uh, no! Bill, you're the computer person! <laughs> you recognize that place, and it's Mabelli Labs. You arrive... Oh. You arrive. Right. The drive is like an address drive, not a computer drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drive to work. Let's go. <sighs> you arrive okay. to Mobelli Laboratories, F Lab, or Mobilier, as you pronounced it, mm -hmm. and surprisingly, there's no people. On a Monday? Mm -hmm. The Probably the police have already gotten to it, but you contemplate this. Oh, was this a fake bomb? <laughs> Until was this you... a fake bomb from the... Was this a training exercise? <laughs> was there no real danger? Are they going to get in there and the police and our department's going to be there and be like, surprise, you did it. I'm going to punch him. You're gone. <laughs> anyway, until you hear a clatter behind you, you quickly turn around <laughs> to see who it was, but nothing. You hear a mm -hmm. slight shuffling behind you and... Congratulations! You called it, Bill. <laughs> Whoa! It's your it's your entire the building. Time you've done this. It's your entire building celebrating you. You see, they this was a real bomb, and they don't really succeed usually. And they all say oh. surprise with a large banner saying, "You didn't blow it. <laughs> you did it." With a surprised look on your face, and you're trying to follow this situation, and 
you, with a surprised look on your face, you celebrate your world-saving feat with a well-earned, cool, choice beverage. And loads of appreciation <laughs> from your fans. You did it. Awesome. We saved the day. You did it. Good job. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> we got to destroy their camera in the process. Yeah. <laughs>